Hey, 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 welcome to the My Influence Podcast. This is Crystal here, founder of Fearless Money Inc. And at Fearless Money Inc., it's a nonprofit organization that gives wives the keys to thrive in their life and business through faith and finances. So thank you for listening. The My Influence Podcast is honestly an extension of that. Um, and I just talk a lot about how your mindset is connected to your money, your wealth, not just money, your wealth, which is a resource and a weapon to fight off a lot of things that may be happening in your life. It's not about the love of money. It's not about glorifying money or praising money. It's about the fact that you need to heal to even see the wealth first internally and then externally in in that order. So Today, I'm going to be talking about the wilderness. I think this is maybe the third or fourth um, episode of talking about the wilderness. And I just want to talk about three, maybe four, maybe five (laughs) things that happened when I realized that I was being led into a wilderness season and... After being in the wilderness and not recognizing that I was, like three things that made me aware that I am in a wilderness, okay, season. And so if you don't know what a wilderness is, a wilderness season, it's pretty much a time in your life where you are in a new place, but you but you are being purged, you're being cleansed of like bondage from the old place that you're leaving so that can look like grief friends are leaving you you're losing your job Uh, you may be losing just things around you your environment may suck now and you just feel you just realize that like you're not thriving and you're not going to thrive in that place that is these are some of the things that shows that you're being led into that or you are in that particular season and so for me I'll talk about like what was happening before I moved to another state right so I'm going to use my old my state that I grew up in as the place that had me in a lot of bondage survival mode I was people pleasing. I was very dependent upon people like codependency, depressed, never kept any relationships or friends around me, no matter how much I tried, which led to people pleasing in a sense, um, because I just wanted to have friends and I wanted to feel wanted and needed. So I would give myself in a way where it's like, okay, I'm going to give myself to you in a way where you need me. And it was me putting myself in a position of like, not necessarily serving, but like desperation just to be in, involved with people. And I would just offer myself and my support and my skills and do things for free and just to be called upon, you know? So I was in bondage. I was in slavery. I was in a slavery mentality, living in poverty, scarcity, living on government assistance, um, just dependent like upon validation and approval and people's opinions. And I just could not thrive on my own, like for the life of me. I had no career. 
I had never really taken care of myself. And this is my first time saying this. But I had never really taken my care of myself in a way where like I could support myself 100% when it came to finances, even well into my 20s and early 30s. I was never stable. I never had a career that where I had the mindset of like, I'm going to go here and I'm going to work and support myself and, you know, make my way up the ladder college I never completed I just did not have a clear path because I was just in so like the the my mentality was just jacked and so I was just so dependent upon people that like anything any little thing I would get me to move outside of like what I know I was supposed to be doing so even in situations like even financially you know I would move out live on my own and then find myself in a situation where like I'm moving back in with my parents I move out move back in with my parents and y'all I'm adding kids to this <laughs> move out move back in with my parents move out move back in with my I just dependent upon them like I just could not survive on my own to save my life like y'all it was just it was a mess so even I do I was doing that in my home with my parents in like my spiritual environments like church i was not trusting and leaning on jesus i was trusting and leaning and depending on you know the validation of people in church or my you know spiritual mother and father or leaders just to validate anything that i was doing and i was just torn i was back and forth should i get a job or shouldn't i get a job i don't want a job i don't want nobody telling me what to do i don't want to feel like i'm locked down by hours and job and income y'all when i wasn't even making nothing like i wasn't making no money at all but here how dare me be this prideful where i feel like i'm too good for this job or that job when i needed the money and so i found myself like settling for like working for my mom which is a whole nother story which i think i have an episode in here somewhere where i do tell that story or maybe it's on my youtube channel but I talk about like how I would just go work for my parents and because they were my parents, first of all, and second, like they were still supporting me in a sense, like I was living with them or they were paying for my car. Like I wouldn't get paid anything. Like I would just make minimum wage working with them. And also I'm the one that opens and I'm the one that closes. Like I just had no substance for my, like I had no foundation or just as, like I had a desire to live for myself and I had all these hopes and dreams, but to see myself actually living that and doing that just seemed so far out of my reach. So that I was in slavery, like I was in true bondage, like for real. And I just could not recognize that for nothing. So this is many, 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 many years and so as time went by, you know, I knew that I needed to get out. I just didn't know how. And we I don't want to really include all, like the, all of the spiritual stuff here. But, you know, the spiritual is real. And there are um, there are these walls of resistance and um, strongholds and different things that are holding you back 
these walls that you can't seem to get through you may make a couple steps forward and then you just come to a standstill or you find yourself going back or you may think differently for a little bit and then revert back to what you're used to because you get uncomfortable or you get scared or fear all like those are spirits and they take you they take over you they 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 want to ruin your life like if they can keep you from living the life that god has given you like they gonna do whatever okay and so i was in this slave mentality i was oh, i was just even even as i think about it now y'all it just got me like oh my gosh <laughs> and so a time came where i knew that it was time for me to move it was just time for me to go it was just time for me to get up out of the whole entire situation not some of it and not doing what i tried to do in the past like you know in certain areas of my life i'll do certain things to get out of a situation no it was just time for me to get up and out of that entire environment that involved all of the mess that had all, all of the trash in it and i needed to get out of it it was like a dumpster and i needed to get up out of that dumpster and go get washed up and clean right so a time came where i knew i was gonna move i knew that me and my family we were gonna move and i just didn't know when and i didn't know where i didn't know where the money was gonna come from i just knew and so and honestly i know it's god because for about i want to say three or four months before I found out or where the move was going to be at. I felt this. Let me stop saying I felt this. The Holy Spirit or God led me to begin to isolate myself and separate myself from the people that I was leaning on and going to for validation and approval and just wanted to go and spill out my whole entire life. Feeling like I just always needed to be talking to somebody. I began to separate myself from those people and I just didn't have a desire to talk to them anymore because I saw that they didn't really see me for what I like what I saw in myself and who I know God saw me to be right if that's how you say it so I began to separate myself from those people and they had become so used to me just coming to them and calling on them and spilling out my life and going to them to ask them if I should do this or do that. Um, that they even got uncomfortable. <laughs> but that was one of the first things. I was just so tired of being in a situation. And it was like a level of maturity that came over me that was like, I'm tired of talking to people because I feel like I'm just repeating myself all the time. I am tired of talking to people about my problems. I was pretty much tired of hearing myself. I was just like, something got to change. And so if I'm tired of spilling out my stuff on people, how do they feel about me? But anyway, so that was the first thing I began to separate myself. I wasn't talking as much. I wasn't pouring myself out as much. I was just, you know, keeping quiet and being silent about some things and not choosing that way to feel like that was my way to get things out. That was the first thing. The second thing is that I knew that I needed to move 
because where we were staying, my family and I was staying at the time was like, OMG, you know, and we were looking for a house and we started looking around, but I didn't feel the security in the fact that we were supposed to be looking for a house or another apartment or whatever in that particular place. I also didn't feel like it was in a surrounding city. I didn't feel that either. I was just like, nope, I'm definitely not going to this city and that city, whether it was five minutes away, 30 minutes away, or two hours away. I did not feel like it was supposed to still be in the same state. But we looked around because by faith, it's just like whether I'm moving out of state or moving and staying in this area, I'm still going to look by faith. And so we did that, but I knew that it was time to go. So I started making faith moves and then I began to pack. I just began to pack up stuff in my house and I I felt it's just like nesting. It's just like when you're pregnant with a baby and you know the time is getting close for the baby to come so you want to start preparing and you start to clean and you start to get the baby's things together and a room together or whatever the case may be that's how I felt I began to get rid of things I began to pack up things I didn't know where I was going but I began to pack up because I knew a move was coming And so I began to pack up things. I had this desire to just get out of everything that I had been going through. And so I thought a move to another state was going to change all of that. So that's a little bit about that part. Okay. And it was scary. Like it was, it wasn't the most comfortable thing to change some of those things in my life. But because I knew that I needed to stop doing certain things, I stopped. And a lot of people were uncomfortable with that. But that's a part of like leaving things behind and people behind so you can go into the new thing. Okay, so here's the next thing. So the move happened and it was a lot, y'all. It was a lot. I have never moved out of my my state ever, born and raised for 30 four years of my life pretty much because by the time I moved five days later I turned 34 so the 33 years of my life (laughs) 30 yeah something like that so the 33 years of my life born and raised never moved anywhere else um yeah never moved far from my parents or anything like that but I knew this was necessary. I knew that I wasn't bothered about leaving my parents. I wasn't bothered about taking my kids, you know, far away from them. And that was that. Also, let me go back. Another thing with being led out to is I stayed quiet about it. So only people that knew was me and my husband. And we talked about it and we began to plan and I prayed and everything like that but we told nobody and we weren't gonna say anything until we knew we found our place and we were approved and we were moving we had the keys in our hand like we weren't gonna tell nobody and we didn't 
I only talked to people that I felt God had led me to talk to, to get to the, through this particular situation. So something like a Moses for the children of Israel, something like a Moses. And so I had two people in my life. One was what I now call a destiny helper. And one I can say was like Moses in a sense, like this particular person helped us to get through the hardest part one of the hardest parts at that time and that was actually following through with it another thing i did is i went to therapy because i did not want to sabotage what i knew was supposed to happen and what was about to happen because automatically anxiety shame people not understanding what you're doing can keep you away from what you're supposed to be going into so i went to therapy i had somebody like a moses and a destiny helper who helped us out financially that's how i knew that god was in this right and we kept quiet we didn't tell anybody until we finalized everything not even my parents all right so now that we moved now that we moved the first year, it was a lot. It was a lot because my kids had to get used to a new environment, not having the same old things. Me and my husband had to. There was just a lot of things that we had to get used to. And we were in a brand new place, meaning like we just left what we were familiar with. And so the first year, you know, it was... It's like we felt the high of something new. Like, you know, the exploration of the town and the city and just trying out new foods and just doing a lot of things. But it was also hard because it was a new place for us. It was a new place for us. And, you know, we just didn't have our normal environment anymore. And so the and, and then I got pregnant, y'all. I got pregnant. I, I, I believe I was pregnant before I moved or maybe right after but i found out i was pregnant in may so this is within three months of living there so not only that but we're having another baby in a very stressful time <laughs> but god provided god provided that first year we moved with no jobs our tax refund money and that was it we didn't we sold like we sold some things the only thing we moved with was our clothes and our shoes and not even all of that. But I sold all, most, all, mostly all of our furniture. I got rid of a lot of clothes. Only furniture we really took was our dining room table at the time. And we had one bed set that went in my, um, two bed sets that went in my kids' rooms. But other than that, like we moved with nothing else. It was like, don't take nothing with you that kind of situation and so when we got into our new state we had to acclimate ourselves this is like the wilderness right this is a place that is uncultivated we know nothing we know nobody there's nobody we can run to to take our kids to because we were so used to that i was so used to not having my children all the time because of their grandparents so it a lot had to change there was a lot that just instantly hit you in the face it just really immediately makes you realize that i'm not in my 
comfort zone anymore. I have to make this work. And so there were a lot of times, and let me go back because that's the first step to recognizing that now you have to purge and you have to think differently. You have to clean yourself out. You have to change your mindset because your environment and your automatic response that you had in that environment is it's not there anymore. You can't use that response anymore to any situation that that would happen in your familiar environment. And so that was the first thing right there was like, we have to find all these new places. We don't know where we are. We have to meet new people. How are we going to find a church? And honestly, I didn't want to go to church for a long time because of certain things. Um, and now I'm pregnant and we got to comfort the children because they're going to a new school. And now I have to be with them 24 seven because they just weren't with me all the time. Weekends, they were at their grandparents' house and sometimes after school. So it's like, I didn't, I realized how much time I really wasn't spending with my family. Like my husband was always at work and he was sleeping during the day. So to move into this environment where now everybody is home, um, 24 seven, like there's no passing through or dropping off or see you later. You're going to work. <laughs> You know, it was like we all had to deal with each other and face each other. And so that was the first step. The second thing is that God really provided for us that first year. Like, like we had more money passed through our hands than ever before. It was nobody but God. Which you can relate to the manna that he provided for the children of Israel. More money than we had ever had ran through our hands our first year of moving. But the lesson in that that was quickly learned in the second half of our first year is that we were horrible with money, horrible stewards, and we had the wrong mindset when it came to money. We just consumed, hoping that God would continue to provide without like wanting to work or do what we had to do. Or be obedient. We just wanted the miracles and we wanted the money to fall because pretty much that's how it was our first, the first half of the year for us moving. Like so much money. And so that was the second thing God was providing, but also showing us where we needed to work on ourselves. It reveals so much situations like just with our children that we had not recognized or just wasn't dealing with or wasn't willing to face when it came to our children and even in my marriage and so that began the process of like things coming to the surface it's like you're gonna deal with this you're gonna deal with that yep you've been dealing with this and then the next year comes and it gets even worse <laughs> it gets even worse and so it took me to get almost to the end of this second year to realize that this is what I've been going through and I have been trying to resist it other things that showed me too is that like I began to realize that I didn't have the desire for things certain things anymore that I was doing or would be doing like I didn't have the desire to be involved in certain things I didn't want to do things anymore that I would do um, in a lot of different situations, when I finally re realized that I couldn't respond in the same way that I would usually respond, it took me a while to learn that. 
but I just like I would lose the desire for things. And then the third thing is that which I just lost it, y'all. I had it in my mind. The third thing is that I realized that there were a lot of things that was coming up that I needed to heal from that I just wasn't seeing in my old environment. Um, I just had thought and I lost it, y'all. The third thing. Oh, bring it back. Lord. Um, yeah, a lot of things that I needed to heal from. And so... The wilderness is not a fun place. Like, it brings on grief, just grieving yourself and the old you. Oh, familiar, familiar things. That's what I was going to say. I found myself in a, many, many situations where I'm just like, I'm going to go back. I want to, I'll just go back and live with my parents for a few months. Um, There were certain situations where like, it's just like, okay, I'm going to go get a job because I just can't deal with this anymore. Like there were so many different situations that happened where I wanted to revert back to the familiar stuff. The things that would give me comfort, I guess, like I felt like it gave me comfort, but it really wasn't giving me comfort. It was just that familiar thing to fall back on and my way to respond to certain situations to avoid actually doing the right thing. And so I just wanted to revert back to a lot of things. And some of the things I did revert back to. Some of the things I did fall back on. And then I quickly realized that, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. Because that's not the response and all of that stuff. And so when I realized that emotionally I was going through this, I was like, I just got to face it and deal with it. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be ugly. But I have to rebuild in this new place. This uninhabited, uncultivated place. I have to become someone else. I have to rebuild my life. I can't do it the same way because that back there does not fit this environment. What I was doing back then does not have the capacity to go into this environment. Like, it just wouldn't work I couldn't take that stuff into this new place and I tried to run I tried to resist but now it's just like I don't do that anymore like I don't do that anymore I can't do that like I realize I can't afford to do that anymore I can't afford to go back or call on people or rely on someone or become be dependent upon someone or somebody telling me what to do and which way to go and finding an easy way out. Because the easy way out is not always the easy way out. What feels like it's the easy way out is not always the easy way out. You have to go through the hard, the difficult, the challenging to become who you need to be. To get the money that you desire to have, to buy the home that you want to buy, to drive the car that you want to drive, to be able to help people in the way that you want to help them, to raise your children, to be good, God-fearing children, you have to become. To have a powerful, loving influence over your husband, (laughs) 
you have to become you have to build up you have to tear it down you have to burn it all away you're gonna have to grieve and you're gonna have to do it by yourself and if you decide that the old way is better than going after the new way no matter how uncomfortable it is you are never going to see what you desire to see you're never going to get out of the wilderness you're going to stay there and then you're going to put yourself you're going to go through the wilderness and you be you're going to say uh-uh, i can't take this i don't even want to keep going i don't want to finish building i don't want to change my mindset i don't even want to think differently i'm just gonna go back and become a slave again all right y'all that's it that's all that's the podcast okay so thank y'all for listening go fi- go follow fierce money inc on all of your streaming platforms um please comment like subscribe share download let me know what you think i would love to hear from you if you are going through a season like this or you have gone through this and you made it through please share and if you you are currently going through and you have some things that you want to share please do please reach out please dm i'm mostly on tiktok so you can reach out to me crystal underscore clayton on tiktok or or is it crystal clayton underscore or fearless money inc on tiktok go follow go send me a dm I'm also on Instagram, but I'm not, I don't really, you know, communicate too much there, but you can reach out to me there and follow there. I really appreciate it. I just want to hear from y'all. You know, if you're a wife and you are going through a wilderness season or you have gone through a wilderness season, please share. I really love to hear. Okay, y'all until next time. Bye.